0: Yeah, so I, I started doing push-ups to get myself, like, moving, get the blood flowing, mm-hmm. and that usually gets blood into your head. And it makes yeah. you feel better for some reason. It makes you feel stronger.
1: Well, and you're focusing on something. You're pushing your body to do something, too. So you're kind of forcing your mind to be present yeah. on the physical a challenge Be rather than the on other method.
0: <laughs> okay. I just love the way you said
1: it. Be present on the physical challenge. Be present challenge. on the physical. <laughs> right. Anyways, we're talking about what helps us mo- boost our moods. And for Juan, it's push ups. Yeah. How come you're not doing more push ups like every time I see you? I
0: do push ups all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? I
1: haven't seen
0: Have it. you seen these chest, <laughs> these chesticles? They're I spectacular.
1: Mean, I, I mean, during, like, throughout the day, not just during oh. your workout.
0: Well, I'm usually in a good mood most of the time, so I, I don't feel like I need to, but mm. Uh yeah, so I guess I should. you
1: only do them when you're low?
0: No, I do them when I'm working out. But also, whenever I feel low, they help. Mm-hmm. Although, I have to say, like, it's not just push-ups. You could do sit-ups. Yeah. You could do crunches. Yeah. Anything that you feel. Just
1: jumping jacks. Yeah. Squats. Yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. Workouts. Just, yeah. Exercise in general. Not workouts, but exercise. They say, like, if you want to be in a good mood, you should just work out.
0: Yeah, that's why you usually... When you
1: when you want to be in a good mood is when you should work out. That's how I view it. Because when yes. I work out, I'm automatically a better person. Would more you motivated, more creative, more um, less stressed, and ready to tackle the day.
0: Would you do it if you're feeling low in the evening?
1: Not a full workout because... Usually that doesn't. I mean I I did in the past, but then I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. And now I'm more likely to just do a few jumping jacks or something to get the blood flowing. Would you? Would you do a full workout? I
0: wouldn't do a full work- workout, but I would definitely stretch. Mm-hmm. I think that also helps.
1: Go for a walk?
0: Yeah, it doesn't ha- it doesn't get your your Heart rate too high. Yeah. Good for a walk is a good idea too. Mm -hmm. But anything that can get your blood flowing would help. Right. And uh,
1: I think stretching is the best for the evening, especially unwinding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I have to say, unfortunately, like I'm not the best at keeping on my healthy habits when I need them the most. Uh So, like, I know what to do, but I'm just not in the mindset to do it.
1: But you're like, on topic, I don't think you're a very moody person. Whereas for yeah. me, I should probably put more <laughs> of these habits, stick to more of these habits so that when I have a moody day, I can have a go-to. You know what you we know?
0: should do? We should just hmm. put it on a board on the house. Yeah, So,
1: you, so we see it somewhere in the house. Yeah. Are like? you feeling
0: X? Then do Y.
1: I think a visual reminder could never hurt. Yeah. It Especially if it looks anyone. nice too. Yeah, I think that would be a really good idea. You got to hear
0: first, folks. You have to do uh, um, some push ups to feel better.
1: <laughs> we have a lot of um, other reminders, written reminders in the house, like yeah. what we're supposed to do on each day of the week, you know, like as far as our scheduling goes. Yeah. And one of those, something like that would be really helpful, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let us know if you guys do anything like that to yeah. help you feel better throughout the day. Whenever you're having to one of those better. days, yeah. you know, those days. Yeah, we all have them. Yeah. Today, we, Juan and Wendy. Juan. Wendy and Juan. Yes. your um,
0: hosts of yeah. the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast, the only podcast that is recorded without pants. <laughs> It's As true. It's a fact.
1: As both of us sit here with pants on.
0: No, well, you do.
1: You have pants. You have Short to. Pants.
0: You have to take your pants <laughs> off. It's a requirement, love. <laughs> it's in the contract.
1: Oh God, I didn't read the fine print. Well, you should. I should. Less I'm not gonna learned. tell on you, but you should. That's another thing we should put up on on the wall of our house. Yeah. Don't forget to read the fine print of every contract, especially the one between you and your spouse. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, welcome back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast with your host, Wendy and Juan. And um, we are here on a evening, Saturday evening. We usually record on on the weekdays, but Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's difficult and we just do it when we can.
1: Yeah, trying Uh, to fall into a better schedule or more consistent schedule, but it doesn't always happen the way we want it to. That's life yep but on that topic we'd like to expand on how our podcasting journey has been and what actually goes into it the behind the scenes yeah you
0: absolutely you need to record without pants your podcast doesn't have any quality with it
1: because <laughs> people can hear you hear you if people can hear if you have your pants on that's there. right
0: it's not the same confidence it's like the comedy is like half ass. <laughs> yeah yeah that's because Uh, the ass is on their pants really you didn't get the pun (laughs) i
1: did i did it just wasn't that i'm
0: such a great comedian Comedian? i'm such comedian comedian. is is that not the right way to say it well i'm a great comedian i'm not a great person in english
1: (laughs) yeah you screwed up that sentence because that's your own definition of comedian you're not there you go. I wouldn't say you're a great comedian, but maybe you're a great comedian. <laughs>
0: That's
1: my okay. fake laugh. Do you like it? It was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your fake laugh. Okay, let's jump right into it.
0: Yeah, so I think uh, for a, lo- a lot of the listeners, mm. uh, You would think that like creating a podcast, producing all these episodes can be very intimidating. It's like very mystical. You don't know what all this stuff like. Oh, you you have a company like you you have have a studio and all that. Right, right.
1: You have to go somewhere and have pants on and (laughs) see other people who set everything up for you. It's not like that. You can easily do it from the comforts of your own living room. That's right. And with equipment that doesn't cost you an arm and leg.
0: Yeah, that's what one of the, the things that really surprised me when we decided to start mm-hmm. is how affordable the whole process is. Yeah. And all the, um, all the tools and equipment that you need. Mm-hmm. The
1: software can, is free.
0: Yeah. You can get everything you need for a podcast of two mm-hmm. with less than $100. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Two microphones. What do we... What do we have here on the table? I don't even know. Yeah. So as called. we're recording, we're going to be describing the tools <laughs> yeah. that we use. So we use two mics. Yes. As you can tell. Even when we've had guests on, yeah. oh, we've had we had a third microphone. Yeah. That our guests. Well, we I mean, shared a mic, and then we gave our guests each at, one. At some maybe. points,
0: we've had up to four mics. Right. Right. But uh, it has been quite an ordeal because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to go too much into details, but like having USB mics Mm. and uh, the traditional XLR mics, which are the mics that you would see on a concert or Mm -hmm. on TV, Mm -hmm. uh, they just don't play very well together. And um, when you're recording from different sources and to different devices, uh, it doesn't sync up very well when you're editing. So Mm -hmm. that can be a headache. Right. So if you're if you're in in your first steps if you're considering uh, making your own podcast, mm-hmm. do your research properly, don't just start with like what looks the cheapest because you're gonna make the same mistakes that we did. But anyway,
1: yeah, I mean you get what you pay for right?
0: Yeah, but again, as you said, what we are using is very cheap and mm-hmm. it still produces. Good quality True. when you know what you're doing.
1: Right. And you know what you're getting it for, too.
0: Right. And also, um, we didn't know what we were doing from the beginning. so Right.
1: That's important to know.
0: You can start uh without having all the answers and you'll figure it out. You can go to probably. our first few episodes and you're going to notice the the difference. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. Yeah. But... You can find all the information online and yeah. you can learn from other people who have started their own podcast journeys. So yeah. there's a, a plethora of information, of resources out there.
0: Yeah, there's never been a better better time to start mm. doing podcasting. Like it's super easy. It's so uh, affordable. And now more than ever, there are companies providing tools specialized for podcasting. Mm. So you can find a mixer which is the the device where we connect our traditional mics mm-hmm. to connect it to the computer, mm-hmm. so it kind of translates well, uh, the case, signal.
1: Our iPad, yes. So we use an iPad usually to record, but you could also use your phone. You could use so your you phone if even you have an, iPhone. Need an iPad.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that device usually it was it was usually very specialized, so mm-hmm. you wouldn't find right. it. Uh on normal stores, or you wouldn't you wouldn't find a very uh, small device catered mm. for uh, uh, recordings and like a house or stuff like that. Mm. But now uh, there are companies making very special like de- the specialized device specifically for podcasting. The device that we use is not necessarily for podcasting. It could be used for like music production. Uh, but yeah it's uh and it's more affordable. So we
1: found this at a recycle or a second hand yes. store. In yeah. Japan they call them recycle stores, but um second hand stores here have a lot of used equipment. Yeah. um that you can buy on the cheap as is
0: well. Is there Is there a equivalent in America to like a, a store where you can find second hand electronics for cheap?
1: There has to be I don't know. Radio Shack? Radio Shack I think sells new products. Only I think I don't know. I haven't really I don't really remember at all. Is Radio Shack even in business a business anymore?
0: I don't know. I think I think it's not anymore. I but my there dad are
1: going when I was little, but I didn't really pay attention to what they had.
0: I don't even know if Radio Shack was in all states. Like I know yeah, different states either. have different stores that do the same thing.
1: Right. Ah, uh, that's a good question because Goodwill has a ton of old, you know, secondhand things like clothing and furniture, right. household items. But for uh, for technology, I don't know if I would trust buying from Goodwill. I guess it depends on what you're you're looking for. I it? used to shop there a lot, but I don't know. I I wasn't a very techy person. I didn't need tech things, so okay. I never looked for that that kind of thing. But yeah, perhaps they sell a lot that I just didn't wasn't aware of. It's wow. a good question. Yeah, we'll have to look into that later because I think it's really valuable to um, recycle these things. Yes, like we bought our stuff and it. You Know they've served us really well, yeah.
0: Everything we're using right now, except for the iPad, is used, mm-hmm. and uh, we got it for a really good price. And it works just, yeah, like a new one,
1: yeah. We can't tell, like, it, everything came packaged really yeah. nicely. And the people who had it before us probably didn't even use them, to be honest. Yeah, it's probably lightly used or not at all.
0: Yeah, here so, in Japan, also, we have the benefit of. People just being very careful with their Mm, stuff. True,
1: true. Yeah. I don't know how it is for other countries. Like, let us know if there's a place that you go to to buy used electronics because that's a great future resource. Yeah. I really
0: hope they don't, they're not just like throwing them into. Well, you know what what? happens usually? What? In Japan, uh, in Japan, people uh, don't tend to hoard stuff, but in America, they do. So maybe they just really? keep them you don't keep think them people in, the houses.
1: in Japan hoard stuff? Well, I mean, it's not as widespread
0: it. as in America, I think.
1: I would disagree with really? that. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people who live at who don't even leave the house. Therefore, they hoard so much in their homes. Hmm. I mean, it's visible to the public eye sometimes like you walk past people. Well,
0: yes, we've seen that definitely. Yeah. What what I mean more is like uh, collecting mm. and uh, hoarding things in the sense of like buying things that you don't know if you need.
1: Oh, my goodness! Uh, I t- I continue to disagree because the consumerism here is so high, and you see, like, shopping is probably the number one hobby mm. of most people here, at least in Tokyo, and but you amount- don't see.
0: What, what you usually see on houses of hoarders mm. here is it's like trash. It's not stuff.
1: What do you mean? Like, like garbage usually, that should be disposed of? That's right. I think there's a lot of things that people collect. Like people are really into comic books and they just accumulate a ton of those or figure figurines of their favorite manga characters right clothes makeup all of that kind of stuff there's that people really are into like they you know it becomes a hobby so much that they accumulate too much for the amount of space that they have Mm. i don't know It just it seems like it's a big problem here just as much as it could be in the u.s
0: yeah i might be wrong I, I guess mean, you would think, think right.
1: that you would think that in the U.S. since generally people have more space compared to here in Tokyo. Well, yeah, I wasn't
0: I wasn't making the generalization of like, oh, people mm. just have more space. there, so, mm. so therefore they can they have more stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know that there is definitely a cultural factor mm-hmm. that uh, makes people collect more stuff. Not collect, just uh want to Consumer. own more and consume uh, uh um, I, I I definitely agree with it. you, I definitely agree with you that here in Japan, the culture of consumerism is very strong, just like in America, mm-hmm. even sometimes even more so yeah uh I personally haven't seen houses filled with stuff that's not paper or trash, really uh but I think you I might be wrong because um we've also seen uh people fascinated with us, especially for example my dad's friend
1: mm-hmm.
0: my friend's dad my dad's friend
1: mm-hmm. your friend's dad
0: my friend's dad Could yes be or. yeah uh he loves um Spanish music uh-huh. And uh, in his house, he probably has six or seven stereos of different quality. Like we're talking from simple stereos to stuff that uh, only audiophiles have like
1: Mm
0: -hmm. $5,000 speakers, $10,000 speakers, stuff like that. Mm. Um, And apart from that, he has a lot of other stuff in another house that's from from the family. Um, but that was the only instance when I saw that here in Japan, but I think it's definitely true that there's more of that
1: everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just getting worse too, as more advertisements go out and, you know, this, um, immediate gratification Yeah. that's instilled in us just wanting to wanting to fill the voids yeah. with things that we don't necessarily need
0: yeah I mean I mean I guess it's also something that's very common for cultures that have ex- have experienced mm. prosperity prosperity yeah yeah for True. a period of time True. like Japan definitely is not on its peak but it was in the 90s I think mm. um, and yeah. so that culture kind of cemented in and people just like love having stuff. Uh,
1: right. But yeah, yeah, especially after building up their economy and being being able to have those yeah. things.
0: Yeah, it's something be- that's happening in China.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's where true. where
0: people are uh, going from poverty to middle class, and they're starting to consume a lot.
1: Right,
0: it's a problem because it's a giant country with so many people.
1: People. yeah and what happens when china gets china the country itself gets hungry for other
0: countries mm. Numbers.
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's on another topic though that's
0: right okay that was a there was a tangent but um so. we definitely want to go back to <laughs> the topic of yeah. making a podcast producing a podcast right. is not as intimidating as you might think
1: it's not no. Um, honestly, I thought that the editing process yep. would be the toughest part because I was, again, I was kind of freaked out about using a new um, software and just putting the whole podcast into um, publishing was something that I thought was going to take like day hours on end. And yeah. I would be sitting there trying to figure out all of these different um, functions. Yeah. But with your help, it's been a lot easier too, because you've created shortcuts for us mm-hmm. that have made my life a lot easier and hope yours too. Hopefully well, after the work that you put in.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a process of, incremental um Mm. optimizations i would say Mm.
1: uh
0: if we compare the process that we go through publishing an episode today to what it was uh when we started right it would take a whole day to process edit and uh, publish properly one episode before there were so many different steps and uh Part of it is because of the choices that I made and mm. how to host our podcast. Mm, like so, what? for example, uh, if you want to start a podcast, there is plenty of websites that will host your recordings, mm-hmm. your episodes, and have everything ready. So you just go to the website, log in into your account, upload and the file. Mm and put the information just like oh then the episode name and the description uh, yeah. and that's it right it's already out there and it's available for everyone to access on their on their phones and stuff
1: right
0: but they usually charge you uh, a good amount of money a month um mm. which it was something that we were concerned with when we started because we didn't want to uh, introduce more expenses into our life. We already, we're not in the, uh, in the best position to be yeah. getting more expenses. So what I did was to uh, find ways to reproduce that service without depending on a company. Um, I don't want to get too, again too much into details because it will take hours to talk about it. I
1: know uh, that you put a lot of work into that. Yeah. Though, so. It did require a fair amount of research.
0: Yeah. So basically what I'm doing is I am hosting our episodes mm-hmm. in a server that's hosted by Amazon, which has a much better rate uh, that all these companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we don't pay anything until people start really getting into the, the podcast and downloading a lot. So before... Uh, your podcast gets popular, Mm. you don't really pay anything. Once the traffic starts coming in, then they start charging you.
1: That's kind of nice because, you know, it's a starving artist thing. Like I'm not making any money at first, but once we do have listeners, hopefully by then we'll be on a better financial, in a better financial position.
0: And we can actually afford and happily pay to make the things simpler. Right. Right. Uh, but at this point, um, as I said, like we went in that route yeah, and that also implies that everything else that this, the other services do for us, we have to do it. So we, ha- I had to prepare the, um, the configurations and, uh, set up everything so that every single service mm-hmm. like Apple podcasts. Google Spotify. Podcasts, Spotify right. can uh, get the episodes every time we publish them. Yeah, uh, There is a lot of little things that you have to prepare here and there. You have to also set up uh, where the episodes are being uploaded and also you have to set up like uh, Catch, which is basically um, making so that the Different servers around the world mm. have copies of every single file mm-hmm. so that when someone requests to download an episode or listen to it in the States, they request to the server that's closest to them. And that way it's faster. And it's also cheaper because they don't have to make oh, uh, more traffic. That, that's oh. kind of how how it works. Okay. Uh, so... Those little things, some of them, you might not need to do them, but it really helps with improving the experience and also reducing costs. And uh, long story short, what I did was like, okay, I figured out all the things that we needed to do. Initially, I was doing them manually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once I got a grasp of it, I'm like, okay, I can create, as an engineer, I can create a tool, which in this case was a website, that i can host in our uh private uh server that we have in the in the house and uh it will basically do everything for us so it's just a website small website that the only thing that it does is just
1: That's really annoying. Can you guys hear that? <sighs>
0: That's very rare here in Japan actually. What? Hearing People being loud in the streets with like bikes really? and stuff.
1: That's rare. I feel like we that happens every so week
0: well. I mean, that happens week. every day in the ER a few times.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like we hear those motorcycles a lot racing around. Like I say one week, but I feel like it's at least a few times a week, but it's not constant. So I guess yeah. you're right.
0: Anyway, sorry Anyways. about that, forks. Folks. <laughs> forks. Forks.
1: <laughs>
0: I did it intentionally. Anyway.
1: So it's basically our own platform to use to yeah. make the process so seamless and quick. Yeah. And I don't have to do anything, like, technical. Yeah. So it's a huge lifesaver. So get yourself an engineer.
0: <laughs> yeah, marry an engineer.
1: Wanna, better yet, marry one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what has been, what was the, what was the hardest part of learning the process, especially for you because you did so much in the beginning?
0: Well, uh, well, that's difficult because again, there's so much that's already available for yeah. you out there. Yeah, you can go to YouTube, how to start a podcast, and you'll find all the information that you need there. So
1: you used YouTube to figure out how to use GarageBand, which is what we right. use to edit currently. Right.
0: If you have an iPhone or you have any Apple device, you have access to GarageBand mm-hmm. for free.
1: For free. And, uh, and you it's can... actually not that hard. Like, I mean, once you set the the template for it, yeah. it's not too bad. It's, it's a very... much of a learning curve.
0: Yeah, it's a very uh, in- intuitive... Right. Uh, application mm-hmm. not only for recording podcasts but also for producing music and stuff mm-hmm. so it's definitely yeah, something yeah. that i recommend yeah um but yeah you you have access to that and um you can also use uh, other software if you if you're on windows there's this program called <laughs> that's not the name of of the program <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> that was
1: funny.
0: The the name of the the application is Audacity and it's another free app. See Uh, so
1: many free things, guys. Like there's no reason, no excuses. If you if you go
0: online, you can find a lot of resources that would point you in the right direction. I would say Mm -hmm. the most difficult thing was getting the equipment because I really didn't know what we needed. I was trying to go Uh, for something like let's get something like good quality. Mm-hmm. cheap but good quality mm-hmm. and I ended up getting two USB mics identical USB mics that unfortunately don't work together in the same computer so mm-hmm. we had to record initially like on different computers you and your computer and me and my computer and lo and behold when you put both recordings together to edit they don't sync up yeah. so after 10 minutes like the voices start uh, sounding like an echo right I'm like what what the h is going on
1: going on 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 <laughs> on Yeah. Uh, so that, that was, was a struggle. A rookie mistake, but there was really no way of knowing that It was yeah. kind of like that hitter um trial and error, yeah, situation, so see love yeah, we it wasn't it, out. it wasn't a it big wasn't expense a big, right, right,
0: and we learned. Yeah. And we sold one of them. Mm-hmm. We still have another one just in case we, we have another guest. But
1: Right. So aside yeah. from all of the tech, uh, technical issues mm-hmm. and processes, um, what do we do once we have everything set up? Like we sit down at the table. Yeah. What's the first thing that we do usually? Or lately, I guess, because we've introduced a new step to our process. Right. So which has really helped. Yeah, like both of us. this is
0: something that we didn't do. We didn't understand. Mm-hmm. That was something that, that that's a good point, actually. It's something that's not on the on the videos or information that you will find online.
1: And yeah. it's, yeah,
0: you have to sit down and write at least some notes about what you want to talk about, regardless of what kind of podcast you want to have. Uh,
1: and it doesn't mean that you have to script it. In, yeah. in fact, when we started out, we thought that we had to script more mm-hmm. or at least time things. Yeah. And we really had things like organized to yeah. tee, and then it just took the fun out of everything. Yeah. So we realized that and now we're just stuck to a more loose brain dump where we, yes. can, we pick a topic and then we loosely um, write about anything that comes to mind, yeah. whatever we want to discuss. And just pointers, just, just right, little things right. that
0: you can glean and like, oh, right, that thing. And then just continue mm-hmm. the conversation. No, nothing distracting.
1: Mm-hmm. And then at least it's a way of getting your thoughts onto paper out of your head. Mm-hmm. And once you have them out, you can refer back to them. Yeah, And it's just a way to... Organize oh your my thoughts God. a little bit more. Yeah. So they're not all floating around and you're not trying to remember every single thing while you're in podcast session.
0: You remember do you remember how much we struggled on yeah. the first few episodes?
1: Yeah. Just trying hard. to figure out where to go. It was really hard. Stumbling with your it's words. It's a lot harder than you think. Yeah. And I still struggle. Like I think that's going back to my expectations of what would be the hardest part of podcasting? Yeah. It's really knowing how to put my ideas into words. Yeah. It's a skill. And doing that while recording is really intimidating and still kind of, it's can be daunting. Yeah. Especially when we're not in the mi- the right mindset. Yeah. But I think the writing really helps both of us kind of calm down and just be in the right headspace. Yeah. And uh, feel a little more prepared.
0: Yeah. And also uh, if you're not feeling in the mood because you're mm-hmm. not gonna feel in the mood all the time. Yeah. You can cool. you can start by doing some sort of like a, like we said at the beginning, doing some push-ups.
1: Yeah, doing yoga, some movement we yoga. Just need some yoga to just get ourselves yeah. present and ready to sit down yeah. and talk.
0: Sit down. You can press the record button and just start talking.
1: Right. Uh,
0: get your your mouth loose. Get your your mind mm-hmm. in movement. Mm-hmm. And eventually, once you do it enough times, you it just get moral. in the mood.
1: Right. Right.
0: It's a conversation with another person, or right? if you if you're having it solo, just like maybe practice a meditation that can also help.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. So it depends, like maybe you do want more notes, but for us, it's been really helpful to have, like I said, a brain dump, just some, you know, quick notes mm-hmm. that we can refer to as we podcast in that way. Yeah, it we, keeps you,
0: it keeps you on topic. And yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: It prevents moments where it's like. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. what to talk about? Kind <laughs> right, of Situation right. which yeah, we suffered from a lot. Right,
1: right. It's a really good way to point you in the right direction. That's right. Get lost. Um,
0: and the most important thing: don't have pants on. Right. Then yeah. I don't think anyone's forgotten. If you're recording with someone else, make sure that they're comfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was great. Um, oh, we, by the way, yeah.
1: we do the editing and we try to get our podcasts out every Sunday. Yeah. So just be on the lookout for a new podcast
0: every Sunday, every Sunday of the week. Yeah, the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast, the Sunday podcast without pants.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that was great. Um, yeah, we we might touch this topic again at, at some other point, at some other time. Uh, Please send us your questions if you have any inquiries, if you have doubts or if you're planning on starting a podcast or something else, whatever it is, just let us know. We'd love to hear about that. And um, yeah, so, Wendy, yes, what did we do today?
1: What did we do today? Yeah. We planned our trip to Tohoku. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so we are planning to get out of tokyo finally finally and maybe you guys are like well it's not time to travel yet and blah 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 and yeah we haven't been vaccinated yet we won't be until mid-summer yeah it seems like
0: but you know what but we're going out there
1: and we're right. bracing <laughs> the wilderness <laughs> That's we're not true that's no weakness We're getting out of a big city and going somewhere more well less populated. Yes. And more filled with nature. And culture nature, and, and great culture. food. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um another thing that has been in recent news in Japan is the decision, um, of the Olympics. Oh my god. Twenty twenty. The Which Olympics, was,
0: the promised event that never happened.
1: Right. Well, I mean that it will, will happen. Will happen. But
0: it was like they promised a Ryan a giant rocket and they just came with a little pistol. <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> <sighs>
1: yeah. Oh my god. So disappointing.
0: Do you feel disappointed?
1: I feel disappointed, but Yeah. Also, if you don't know what we're talking about, the Olympics are happening in 2021, this summer.
0: That's not what we're disappointed about. Whatever. But
1: no one is coming. That's
0: what we're disappointed about.
1: Because it's going to be online. Uh.
0: Everything online is better.
1: I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah, it's going to be Zoom Olympics.
0: <laughs> the Zoom Olympics. that's the really the name.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The Zoom Olympics are yeah. happening.
0: Hashtag Zoom Olympics. <laughs> We're gonna put that on our Twitter.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna charge people to watch it from. No,
0: well, you know what it what companies usually do. Like for example, with sports, yeah, they charge the networks, and the networks put a shit ton of ads. Right. That's so how they make the money. Right.
1: We don't even have TV, so are we gonna stream it? <laughs>
0: I don't really think I'm going to watch anything about it. No. Like if I can't be there, I've like I've seen plenty of them already. What's the point? I'm I like wanted to watching be them. I wanted to be like at the track and field that was like was really did? excited about. Yeah, and boxing?
1: Oh, that would have been cool.
0: Yeah, but
1: It's man. too bad. Yeah, it just takes all the spirit out of the little that we had left. <laughs> I was going to say like, oh, well, a lot of people wanted to have hope for this year, but honestly, so many Japanese people were thinking like, nah, I don't want it to happen anyways. Yeah. It's just not a good idea to bring in all of those people after yeah the country's been so fragile. The world's been so fragile. They've been
0: so, so careful trying to keep, uh, the
1: foreign traffic
0: no just the 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 epidemic the pandemic the pandemic yeah. from going out of control yeah uh but yeah even though people here are very careful uh if you get that influx of people mm-hmm. into the country it's going to be impossible to prevent mm-hmm. massive uh, amounts of mm-hmm. death so
1: I wasn't so sure how many people would have attended, though. Come from overseas to attend right after the pandemic ended, though, it seemed like yeah. it was too soon to expect that big of crowds in the first place. A part
0: of me thinks that they were trying to save face,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or they're trying to save face, but
1: yeah, still are.
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel. I feel like things wouldn't have been that much different, personally. Yeah. But people are still definitely waiting to come back into the country.
1: For sure. Regardless of Olympics. Right. I I know a lot of people are eager, including our friends and family. They're eager to come and visit us. And I know that, you know, a lot of people are in the same position. Yeah. They really want to come and visit Japan. And uh, hopefully that'll happen soon. The doors will be open. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But... We are uh, trying to make the best out of the year, regardless of Olympics. What We're going to have a lot like, of fun.
1: What if Olympics from now on will always be Zoom Olympics? Oh, my
0: God. Because well, who's
1: going to want to attend Hong Kong? Right. 2022? That's, that's another
0: one that's like on, on like, what is the term?
1: In Jeopardy? on.
0: Yeah, well, there's a term to say like something is in jeopardy like on its last leg
1: oh
0: i was trying to be smart sorry yeah it's on jeopardy because i don't think anyone really wants to go back to china or anyone is really excited about going back to china with Mm -hmm. everything that's happening uh the world has changed a lot in the last two years yeah it's amazing
1: i'm glad i'm glad that the athletes can still compete yeah Because I know they've been working really hard with their makeshift gyms and trying to stay in shape (laughs) in any way that they can. They have to be really resourceful. And for all of that to have gone to waste, I think it would have been a bummer for them not to be able to at least compete and participate in the games. But we'll see how it goes. I don't think Japan was ready for... The Olympics to happen in the first place. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think it was something that they were going to control, at least to the degree that they were expecting.
1: Right. Exactly. Uh,
0: they were definitely expecting a lot of um, financial gains from it.
1: Yes. And
0: that was a big disappointment too. Uh, and and I feel like a lot more- of people are like very uncomfortable about the mm-hmm. fact that they did a lot to prepare mm-hmm. for the influx of. Foreigners uh, accommodating to different languages and stuff. And it's like, well, they're not coming. Well.
1: (laughs) No, it's like, well, (laughs) never mind about that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But again, as I said, regardless of what happens with the Olympics and how difficult still it is to get a vaccine here, we're trying to make the best out of the year, go out and travel and treat ourselves, eat great food, uh, help the
1: give back to the economy as yeah well.
0: make sure that before we leave japan we explore as much as possible right. because we haven't we both haven't been to the northern area of japan where tohoku is and we're going to make sure that we explore as much as we can yep and have great food and, and you know have
1: what? something to look forward to yeah Everyone needs that right now
0: exactly and also while we travel bring business to other people right
1: exactly yeah that's what i was saying giving back to the okay. yeah yeah
0: wendy i have a question for you mm-hmm. where are chickens originally from
1: was this a chicken and the egg question no chicken or the egg no where are they originally from in the yeah world? where are
0: they native from
1: i have no idea
0: I can, I just cluck guess cluck land <laughs> That's a country where Adolf Hitler came from. Uh, <laughs> um no, just make a guess, like a country or an area. I don't
1: know Czechoslovakia.
0: Really, the chickens of the world come from Czechos- Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I can't Falco even. From- Final I
1: answer. I wish
0: no. <laughs> they actually come from Southeast Asia.
1: Oh, okay. The chicken that you know. The chicken
0: that i know yeah well i mean the normal chicken you know
1: As that we eat
0: i mean there's not that many variation there's like only three kinds uh but the the chicken that you would find everywhere in in farms and stuff mm-hmm. comes from southeast asia Do you so know whereabouts? uh Can it was somewhere the city? i don't i don't remember but it's, it's around the area uh but when I learned about that, I was like, wow, it's interesting to think about the times of, like, I don't know, um, Egypt or the Romans. They didn't have chicken or eggs.
1: Why is that strange?
0: I mean, c- can you picture a breakfast without eggs?
1: Yes, back then. If you're talking way back then, honey. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's just they so lived weird. Off of the land. They didn't have chicken though. How would they eat their chicken?
1: Are you saying? Wow. <laughs> someone who's been vegan and tried to be vegetarian? Yes. I really am having I'm a hard trying to time. make a
0: joke and you're just ignoring it.
1: Ahaha, uh, I got <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> that's my wife
1: this is what happens when you wait until the end of the day to podcast <laughs> that's another thing guys like you have to record when you're peak hour you're ready to go
0: yeah i mean you record whenever you need to but it's better when you are when your mind is sharp
1: mm-hmm.
0: no when you're groggy and you're like uh, i'm tired it was a exactly. long day but you know what we do what we have to do to bring you guys a new episode of the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast because we love chicken.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for another episode next yeah, Sunday. Next
0: Sunday. <phosphorus> and uh, yeah. Bah,
1: bah, I don't, bah, bah, I don't know how to end
0: this. Bye. <laughs>